Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. And joining me every week is Spock Pedro. What's going on everybody? I'm Pedro Ruiz, creative tech here at Adafruit. And every week we come to share 3D printing projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This year we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Let's go ahead and start the show with a coupon code. This is today's coupon code. It is Saberwing. So if you're checking anything out in the Adafruit shop, you can use coupon code Saberwing and get you 10% off everything in the Adafruit shop except for subscriptions and gift certificates. If you go to adafruit.com free, you can see all the free deals that we got going on. So if you spend some more monies, you get some more free things. For $99 or more, you get a free half size Pro Proto, really nice. For orders that are $199 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping. And if you do uh, more than that, $2.99, I believe, you get all that plus a Circuit Playground Express. So check out adafruit.com free for all the deals. When it comes to shipping, same-day delivery is an option for the fine folks in New York City. So if you are in New York and you need your stuff like yesterday, check out the same-day delivery option. Circuit Python, our favorite programming language. We have a meeting that happens every uh, Monday at 2 p.m. You can join in on that on our Discord server. It's going to be discord.gg slash Adafruit. There's a little Discord logo thing. Newsletters, adafruitdaily.com. That's where you find daily newsletters, different categories. Check them out. New products, new, new, new news. This one's adafruit.com slash newsletter. That's a good one. All right. Well, that's the housekeeping stuff. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. We are live streaming. We do this show every Wednesday. Goodbye. Now we close the show and that's it. Uh, so yeah, what's up everybody? Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are streaming on all the networks. There's your coupon code. And uh, shout out to everybody in the chat room. Happy Hallow's Eve. I was about to say Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. We've been doing Halloween for two months now. It, it, all two months. Hallow I think we're setting up our Christmas tree 
right after, right after the show. Because we got to do product shots. It just makes sense. I mean, you got to get all the decorations uh, out of here by the end of today, so you might as well throw it up in the attic and get your tree down. Mm -hmm. So that's our thing. That's our efficiency yeah. workflow. Yeah, that's <laughs> our efficiency workflow. That's great. Plus, all right. who's going to be working on Christmas? Come on. Nobody ever thinks about that. All right, let's go ahead yeah. and jump into this week's project. Let's go to the learn guide and see what's over there. All right, Paige, sing and dance. I got to fix this thing. We didn't have time to fix this thing. <laughs> you might have seen it on the web. We've been teasing it for about a month now. Yes, there it is. Got this super awesome saber. Oh, my gosh. This is uh, our first lightsaber that we've ever built. Uh, huge, huge shout out to Lamar, Lady Ada. She designed a new product just to be able to build this thing. We call it, or she calls it, we all called it. The prop maker wing so the prop maker wing is a brand new product y'all bought it thank you so much we are sold out we got to work really hard to make more uh, so the prop maker wing is an add-on it's a feather wing for our line of feather boards microcontroller that has so many good things you plug it into your computer and you can see your code that's circuit python that's amazing you know how amazing that is you drop the sound files right on there you don't need an sd card or any of this stuff it's already on there there's built-in flash you have the option to pick whatever feather you want so if you want wireless connectivity you want bluetooth get it and then the prop maker wing specifically has an onboard amp right class d amp this thing's nice you got sound effects right off the bat you get accelerometer using the lis3dh um, so that, that you can do lots of things like tap, uh, step detection, tap detection, very, very cool. Uh, and then NeoPixel driver along with the three watt LED, RGB LED driver. This thing's awesome. We're going to be using this for every single prop that we make moving forward. So um, if you go to the learning site, you can see that we, we have a, a learn guide for this specific um, prop. And the overview page will explain everything about it, everything you need. All the parts are here listed. There are quite a few of them, but um, you get the option to um, get what you want. Maybe you already have these components here, but take a moment to look at the list, see if you have it already. There are some things that you want to uh, source from other places, like the polycarbonate tube, which we're going to cover, uh, but the majority of the stuff we carry in the shop, which is awesome. And I have it all listed here, as well as hardware supplies. Literally everything, every wire, every connector that you need to build this thing, it is listed here. What about the tools? What about wire cutters? What's that thing you use that holds the wires? That's all listed right there under tools. Uh, we use these for every single project and they're really helpful to have. Prerequisite guides. Um, this is gonna uh, set you up if you are completely new, you've never done any of this stuff before. Um, this is gonna help you out here. So we have uh, specific guides for all of the products. So the M-Feather Express, uh, a welcome to CircuitPython, and even an excellent guide to soldering, which is always helpful if you're new to that. So there we go. All right, let's move on to the circuit diagram. So the circuit diagram is a nice little visual way to see how all the components are going to be wired. Um, so this one uh, is simplified, and it really just shows um, how all the pins, uh, or how all the wires are wired to these uh, individual pins. So that's just a visual reference. And then uh, lower down here, we have all the actual connections broken out uh, as with words, right? Um, yeah, so uh, there are some options here. There's whether you want to have a really nice RGB button, for example, you can swap that out for a cheaper button if you don't want it to light up. If you want an on-off toggle switch, you can pick that, or you could pick a regular slide switch. All that's listed here. Uh, and powering it, so the way to power this guy is with this nice 4,400 milliamp LiPo battery. 
Um, it's, uh, it already comes uh, wired with the JST connector and it plugs directly into any of the Adafruit feathers. And you get onboard USB charging, uh, which is really great. For the software, we were talking about CircuitPython. What's CircuitPython? This is uh, a way to get Python on a microcontroller. Awesome. So we have a guide here that walks you through it. Most of our Adafruit boards ship with CircuitPython. That is awesome. If you have another uh, type of uh, Adafruit board, maybe you're using a Trinket or a Gemma M0, you can still use it. You know, the wiring might change a little bit, but the libraries in CircuitPython will work as well. So, we, so these are the only um, CircuitPython libraries that are kind of required. So if you're stepping through it, and, and this is just a helpful way to know, OK, do I have the NeoPixel? OK, do I have the accelerometer library, and then um, bus device. So those are the three that you need to have. When it comes to sound effects, um, we give you a nice little note. We support 16-bit, mono, 22 hertz, wave format, which is pretty standard. A lot of free uh, open source software out there lets you uh, convert MP3s and things to waves. You can, cut, you can make your own sounds. But we offer sound effects that are open source royal, fee, royal free. So uh, that's nice, because we're just kind of distributing them. So these are the sound effects that uh, actually work with the lightsaber. We got power on, the idle humming, the swoosh, and a crash, and then the power off. So you have the option to change those out as you like. When it comes to the code, if you know a little bit of Python, awesome, then you already know how to read it. And if you're still learning Python, you can check out our, uh, our guides that we have for uh, MicroPython micro and CircuitPython. And also how to install Moo, which is a great Python editor for beginners. So this is the code. It's a nice embed. You can step through it. It's, there's comments all over it as well. So it's a really good way to kind of digest and see how everything's working. Awesome. Moving on to the 3D printing. <clears throat> what a bad time for the mouse to die. So <laughs> let me get you some batteries. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, though. Do a quick audio test. Looks like it's positioning on my mic because uh -oh. of this Star Trek <laughs> costume. <laughs> Your offensive shirt to our <laughs> Star Wars fans. Now we're just we just had it because it's it's a nice shirt. All right, cool. So moving on to the 3D printing part. Yeah. So this is uh we I really wanted to make this thing uh, work with multi-material printers uh, setup. So you have a lot of different ways to do multi-material these days, and a lot of companies now offer a lot of machines offer the, that as a kind of the standard thing, which is great. But if you have a single extruder and you're like, oh man, this won't work, it will. I have the parts merged and, and set up for you. So we're looking at hilt dimensions. This is going to fit on my printer. Yes, I think it'll fit on your printer. The, min the, the minimum build volume that you need that's required, 50 by 60 by 90. That's like every small printer, right, mm -hmm. can do this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's a, a foot long, but it's because the parts are, they snap fit together and they screw together. So you can unscrew uh, some of the parts. Um, and uh, just print them individually, and then you just snap them all together, which is great. Yeah, so the whole assembly is uh, documented here. Pedro's just kind of playing around with it a little bit, but if we go back over here, you'll see all the parts. There's five main parts that make this thing. Um, the inner diameter is set there as well, because I know people might want to change out, maybe they already have existing electronics, and they just want to print out a, a new hilt and maybe swap that out. So the inner diameter is 40 millimeters, outer diameter is about 60 with the fins and all that sort of stuff, and it's about a foot long. So I thought it'd, it'd be helpful to have all the dimensions right there so you don't have to open any CAD files. Speaking of the CAD files, they are up on all the social sites, so you can check them out. Source files are there. That means step files, that means Fusion 360 files. They're all there, not just STLs. 
If you're going to be modifying, do not grab the STL files, please. We saw somebody post this up in one of the Discord channels. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't import STL. We do a lot of work <laughs> to make sure that these the, fusion files are all nice and editable. And when you yeah. import an STL, it just breaks our heart. Yeah. All right. Well, when it comes to uh, which part's which, we break out every single part. So the dual extrusion parts are all here labeled. Single extrusion parts are here as well. And then all the additional stuff. So the stuff that are outside of the hilt are things like the mounting brackets for the actual PCBs and the, the blade cap. If you have a blade that's, uh, uh, if you have a polycarbonate tube and you need a tip, I made a tip for one inch outer diameter polycarbonate tubes, which is nice. Definitely recommend using translucent PLA for that tip for your blade. Parts assembly, so I made a little CAD animation that kind of shows how the parts all fit together. We can play that now. Um, so you want to start with the kind of barrel and fit the PCBs inside there. This little clamp kind of has a split in the middle, so you can uh, pull it apart and then put those two pieces together. And then there are threads on the pommel and the blade emitter. The blade itself is press fitted into the blade emitter. Awesome. That's why I made that CAD animation. We'll have to sit there and kind of play with it. Cool. When it comes to slice settings, we 3D printed this on an Ultimaker 3 using the latest version of Cura. I've just put 3X. I also have some 3FM. I don't know what their file format is. It's like 3FM, something like that. It's uh, you basically Project load it file. into you load it into Cura. All the slices and all the STLs are already positioned and set for you with all the support material if you need it or not. Packaged file of settings and the STLs. So yeah, this is the first that. project where we kind of released those because we never had to. It's a really good idea to do it that is, way. Because then if you want to use a different nozzle size or different material, all you have to do is change the mm. settings for those. Yeah, you can do that too. Um, but yeah, because it's a dual extruded file, I wanted to make sure that those were available too. Cool. All right, and then, um, so what filament do you use? People are starting to ask us what filament do we use? So I'm starting to add this uh, to the guides. Glitter infused filament from Filamentum. Okay, Filamentum is this guy over here. The Not just that it's glitter infused, it's the high quality from it. Um, some of the other materials that we tried, uh, the smaller uh, fins came out a little bit more extruded, not as high as quality as the This is premium stuff. filament from Filamentum. Uh, it's PLA, they call it the extra fill line of filaments. So specifically the colors that we're using here is Vertigo Galaxy, Rapunzel Silver, Vertigo Gray. Those are the three colors that we're using here. There was an attempt to do the holder for the saber or for the um, for the wing in a translucent blue material because something's asking. Uh, all it's missing is the crystals on the inside. <laughs> and you did attempt that. Yeah, Just I have did. A holder to be that translucent uh -huh. color for the crystal. Yeah, the little mounting oh. brackets. Yeah. So you would definitely do that. Yeah, the crystals on the uh, on the M4, a real crystal. <laughs> like a, like an oscillating crystal, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's a crystal in there, guys. Come on. Also, the LEDs yeah, here. Cool question. If you don't need all three off and on buttons, uh, no, you don't need them all. No, one of the buttons is an extra button to be sort of a cycle. So if you wanted to do colors, so this is kind of future proof where I want two different buttons. Uh, and then you have the option to use a, a momentary button or a latching button if you want it to be the on and off switch. Uh, but this thing uses a uh, sleep mode, so it's uh, when uh, you power it off, it's not using much. Yeah, so there's where the buttons are. Cool. You can even fit a, a third one in here if you want to get rid of the grill detail. You could fit so. many things. Potentiometer, maybe you want to adjust mm -hmm. things on there. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Adjust, uh, cool. yeah. Or maybe cap touch buttons. There's a lot of options to do here. Yeah. Uh, can this be the cap touch? That'd be cool. Yeah. Super hidden. 
So uh, dry fitting the parts is definitely important when you print them out. You want to make sure that uh, all the coils and tolerances fit pretty well. I do offer um, the recommended slice settings here. Mainly um, the line width is what I like to kind of change and, and make it a little bit thicker than it, than, uh, it needs to be because it kind of makes the part a little bit better. But you have the option to do it too. Um, yep, and if you don't have a 3D printer, um, 3D printing services like Make XYZ, 3D Hubs, or even the Adafruit Jobs Board, uh, you can you can use them. Or check out your local library. I think local libraries these days have have uh, 3D printers, and of course your local makerspaces or schools, because we've donated a few. Sweet. So um, let's take a look at the feather wing. Um, so the way to get a feather wing on top of your feather, there's so many different ways to orient the boards. So the way I like to orient them in this project, I have it documented here. So we want to use the short headers, the short female and male headers. So we have those up there. They're the uh, 12 pin and the 16 pin ones. Um, I have a little trick here on how I like to solder my headers. I use a, a breadboard where I will uh, snap in uh, the headers and then I lay the PCB on top. That way it's kind of held in place for me already by being uh, press fitted into the, uh, into the breadboard. Installing the female headers is a little bit tricky because there's not a good way to hold it. So what I like to do is once I have the male header pin soldered to the actual feather wing, then I can uh, kind of install the female headers onto those <laughs> pins. Uh, and then use a pan of ice to hold uh, the assembly together so that the gravity is just holding it down. And then you can solder it in place and get this nice little uh, feather wing assembly. Excellent. Talking about the buttons. Um, now we carry uh, wires, pre-made wires, JST cables, two pin, three pin, and even four pin. But they use PVC. Um, installation? Yeah, covers? The coating. The coating, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they tend to melt instantly. You just look at it and you can melt it with your, just with your body heat. So I am a big fan of making my own with uh, the silicone stranded wires. This, this wire is really nice. It comes, we, we, we have them in stock, surprisingly. Um, we have quite a few of them, different gauge. Well, they're all 28 gauge. There's a 30 gauge one, but I like the four wire because it's already ribboned for you. They're already attached. So you get this, this, get this cable as opposed to like a whole bunch of spaghetti wires. So uh, using this is really nice. There's also a little marking on it to let you know um, if, it, if that's power or ground or whatever you want it to be. So it's really nice. You peel it apart like cheese, like string cheese. And it's a really nice wire, really high quality wires. It's flexible and that's the, that's the main idea. You're going to be if you're going to take this thing apart a bunch, definitely uh, check out silicone, silicone cover, stranded core, ribbon cable. <laughs> nice name. So I have those listed here. I also, have, I also recommend getting a, a JSTPH connector kit. I got this one from Amazon. It has like 700 pieces. It's got all the little pieces and stuff. You can crimp them yourself if you'd like. And uh, man, they're just awesome. So it's a two, three, and four pin kit. And I think we're gonna try to stock that. Don't quote me though. Very cool. So um, here's what all the buttons look like. We are using these JST connectors because, um, well, it's just- There's a lot of connections. There's a lot of connections to make and everything's embedded and pencil mounted. So you wanna be able to disconnect things. So the best way to do that is with a connector that's small. And the JST PH cables are just the right size, we think. There are many, many types of JST connector types. Uh, this is the one we like, the PH one. Mm -hmm. Okay. I solder directly onto the pins of the, of the buttons. 
Uh, and the one tip that I have is to solder them at a right angle so that you have uh, less wires kind of sticking out inside of the clamp. So that's my little tip there when you're wiring uh, to this. And if, you're, if you want to use those quick disconnect things, don't use them because then you're, big, yeah. you're, you're increasing the length of the profile and that might not fit within the 40 millimeter diameter. So that's why I recommend doing that. Number one thing that's overlooked when you're designing a case is wiring. Yeah, so ample space. Yeah, ample space in your thing. Yeah, so this is what it looks like with the two buttons wired and they have uh, those, uh, those connector bits in the middle. And then um, we want to attach the, the, uh, the male connectors to the prop maker wing itself. So that's what we're wiring into. Really, really nice silk screen. It has all the labels for you. You don't have to like look and see. They're, they're just labeled as they are. You got the switch, you got ground, you have a power pin, NeoPixel pins, and the RGBW pins. What's cool about the RGB uh, driver is that we can go up to three watts or you can do regular LEDs, which is what we're doing in the RGB button. They're just regular LEDs. There's already um, transistor or resistors on it, on, on board, so you don't have to worry about wiring a resistor into your LEDs. We got that covered for you. Sweet, and then the extra button is going into um, any of the digital pins. And this one, I'm using the uh, pin number five on the feather, which is also the IRQ pin. And then you also have the option to um, solder it to the enable pin if you want to completely shut the power off. So that's, 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 those are your options. And that's what it looks like with the feather wired up. There are um, wiring uh, stra strain relief holes, which you can use. Um, which is always nice, uh, but I, I kind of like using it this way. So you have those uh, available if you'd like. Cool. As for the speaker, um, these speakers are available on Amazon. We're trying to get them in stock, um, but for now you can hopefully next week. Yeah, these are really nice. These are three watt, four ohm speakers. They are like little mini baby subs. They can pump out some sound. Yeah. Do you guys want to do a demo real quick with sounds? Let's check out the sound. So what I like to do is I'd like to show uh, the volume and see how loud we can get it, how quiet we can get it. So it's already on. I'm going to turn it on. So you get that on effect. I'm using this little screwdriver because there is a trim pot right where the amplifier is. So if you wanted to tune this up, if you're at a con that's really loud and you wanted to tune it up, It's very loud. Why did you wear that shirt? <laughs> so anyway, you can turn it up, turn it down, which is what I'm going to do. I just killed everyone's ears to make a point. I'm so sorry about that. But anyway, if you want to, oh, so if you want to adjust the volume, um, it's a pretty loud speaker and a, a class D amplifier, which is super nice. Did everybody leave? <laughs> sorry. Um, so we have, so interesting thing about the speaker, we're starting to use this Molex Pico blade connector, which is like a, 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 a nano size version of the JST pH connectors that we were talking about. So on board the prop maker wing itself is a Pico blade connector. So that's why we're starting to store these. That's why we're starting to store these cables. So pick up one of these cables and then you can just plug the speaker directly into the feather the, the feather wing. So nice. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I like it. Yeah. All right, cool. So the next thing, uh, uh, once everything, once all those components are soldered and wired, it's mainly just those, those three or four, 
Uh, you can start plugging things in and testing stuff out. So this is where um, you want to test out your buttons and your speaker. The next one, we're going to talk about the blade construction. Now the blade construction, I got these blades from Ultra Sabers and the Custom Saber Shop. So I got two different ones. And uh, to actually light up the thing, we are using the Mini Skinny Adafruit NeoPixels. So if we take a look at these Mini Skinny Pixels, um, these are using the, are they 25-25, I believe, or 35-35 sized uh, LEDs. These are very, very tiny LEDs. And the, th the interesting thing about this is that your standard 50-50 size um, NeoPixel strips, um, they're wide, and when you try to fit it inside the blade, you kind of need two strips to illuminate the, the back and forth. The, the, that's expensive, and that's, that, you know, takes a lot of power. So what we're able to do is use one mini skinny strip, the high-density ones, and just use that instead of having to double up on them. And that was able to illuminate the, the polycarbonate tube. Speaking of the polycarbonate tube, um, it, Ultra Sabres is a great, um, great supplier of these uh, super nice, high, heavy grade uh, polycarbonate tubes. So these tubes are um, not just bare tubes, they actually have a resin cast tip um, for diffusing the tip. It's rounded, or you could choose a, a pointy tip. And it's thick. It is a thick. It is really thick, yeah. It's like you can hurt someone. You need to be careful with this plate. <laughs> Uh, so, but if uh, we're getting attacked, you take yeah. solace in knowing that you could, <laughs> you could totally, you could crack do, their skull do open some, with this. Do some damage on it. Yeah. Uh, so these are high-grade polycarbonate tubes. They're about three millimeters thick, um, and they come with a light diffuser material that's already like pre-fitted inside, so you don't have it to worry about um, using parchment paper. Amazing it the way really that this nice. is diffused. Yeah. One strip. We were trying to do stick two strips together to make a double-sided. Uh, LED strip, which was which we obviously we, we you know going to double the price way. of the the strip, the the bomb for this. Yeah, this dramatically re reduces the price in terms and of that. Gives you better battery life, which exactly, is awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah. they're about like five bucks more, but it's definitely worth it because you're saving on having yeah. to double up on them. We tried getting both sizes. The what was it? The thirty-two sized ones. And yeah. So we made a yeah. So there are different size blades. There's twenty-four. There's thirty-two. Ah, there's forty inch. Yeah. Um, and uh, we really like the, like uh, the heavy grade. One. Yeah, I like the shorter one because you can just Swing not around. worry about kind of hitting everything in the yeah. in, in close quarters. So if, you're, if you're like at a con and you want to swing it around, you you don't want a giant blade. But you can swap it out. Look, this is yeah. Maybe you do want one. Can swap it out. Yeah, switch between those. Yeah. So this is really cool because because we're using a three-pin uh, JST connector, and you can just plug it directly into the feather wing. So you can just pop it out and swap out your blades if you want. It's really nice. So you want a longer blade, you can swap it out. But ideally, when you're transporting, when you're on a plane, uh, you don't want it to be that long. You want it to be a little bit shorter, so mm -hmm. um, you can just unscrew the blade and um, you know put it in one of those like disassemble the entire gator thing. bags. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and disable the whole thing. Cool. So back over to the guide. So we can take a look at our at our stuff here. So the one thing you want to do though is, uh, although you could just stuff the the strip in there, it's floppy, right? It's made out of a flexible PCB. So what we do is uh, we have some corrugated sheets of plastic. Um, that's uh, sometimes it's called coroplast, and every art store kind of sells this stuff. Um, so we're using the four millimeter thick stuff. Uh, you can get about a, a twenty to thirty inch semi-translucent sheet uh, with four millimeter wide cor corrugations. Then you can just use a, a, a box cutter to cut them uh, to down to the uh, to the size of the inner diameter. 
which for me was about uh, 12 millimeters wide, I believe. Yes. And then what you could do is you could use some uh, double-sided tape, like Nitto tape. I really like using Nitto tape um, to secure the, um, the, the flexible LED strip to the actual plastic core, uh, the plastic strips that we made out of the, cor uh, the, the coroplast. Yeah. Now these, these LED strips do come with uh, pre-soldered wires, um, but we are going to replace those and get rid of the weather sheathing. It comes with the weather sheathing, it's kind of hot glued, so you do have to use a box cutter to kind of strip it away, and then you can just pull it out of the, uh, the weathering, which is what we have here. If you ever want to increase one of our photos, just click on it, and it'll open it uh, in another tab here, and then you can see it really big here. You can see here that the, uh, the LED strip is outside of the uh, sheathing here. Definitely saving that for future. Yeah, yeah, you can save it too. All right, and then- uh, Good tip from uh, True Tech on the Coroplast. You can use yes. recycled election signs. <laughs> That's brilliant, yes. Because that is what the election signs are all using, is this Coroplast stuff. Cool, <laughs> that's a good tip. All right, uh, and then um, kind of removing, desoldering the, uh, the pre-soldered wires for some thinner wires and ones that actually have the three-pin JST connector because uh, we carry these now, these, uh, these, these three-pin JST connectors is what we're using here. Or you can crimp your own using the silicone wires, which I actually would recommend. So that's cool. And then um, strain relief, uh, it's just kind of adding some uh, sh heat shrink tubing and that sort of stuff. Uh, adding a, a, a dab of hot glue onto the solder pads is really helpful. Uh, that way, if you twist the, the connectins a bunch, um, it won't crack the PCB because you'll have that hot glue as a strain relief, which is nice. Definitely want to test out the NeoPixel strip um, before we start stuffing everything. And then at this point, you can actually start to measure and gauge uh, how many pixels does your blade actually need? Um, so uh, I, I have two here. I have a 24 inch. All you need is 85 pixels. You have 144 to work with with a, with a high dense strip. And then the 32 inch only uses 114. So you have like this extra strip that you get to cut off. And you can cut these, which is great. These, uh, these are high density, but because the, the pixels themselves are 35, 35 size, um, you, can, you get those There's pads. pads yeah, so you can cut the strip and solder in between them if you'd like, which is kind of neat. Which you can't always do, unfortunately, with the high density ones since they're so close together, you don't get any pads. Yeah, but this one, you get the pads, which is great. Yeah, so uh, the next thing you want to do is you want to start, um, so once you've measured out your strip, you definitely want to uh, start truing up your, uh, your coroplast backing. Uh, so what we, what we do is you get two of them, you make two of them, and then you sandwich it in. Uh, talking about the Nitto tape, I really like this tape. I have it linked in the overview but this is really nice double-sided tape. It's about an inch, um, about 25 millimeters wide, so it fits perfectly on the strip. Uh, and it's some sticky stuff. I mean, I use Nitto tape to secure aluminum to my other mill, or Bantam tools, <laughs> to do machining, so you can use this stuff for machining. It's, it's really nice, tough. Nitto tape. Check it out. Um, yeah, peel and stick, that's what I have here. Uh, and then I just use regular scotch tape, clear tape uh, to it's just wrap it around to kind of sandwich um, the, the LED strip in, into the two sticks of uh, Coroplast. Here's what the, it's kind of hard to film this. So here's what it looks like. Uh, it does diffuse the light a little bit, but mostly it's just to kind of be a backing for the LED strip so it's not so floppy. But it does give it a little bit of illumination, a little bit of diffusion as well. And then uh, installing it into the, Installing it into the polycarbonate tube, you want to make sure that um, it's not too wide, it's not too uh, 
too, th too thin because then it might kind of jostle around inside the polycarbonate tube. So you kind of have to uh, do your own measurements and things like that. But if you are picking the same ones, um, using the, the 10 millimeter wide version works really well. The, you know, the coroplast making it 10 millimeters wide. Yeah. Plugging up the tube, um, I just used, again, scotch tape to keep, the, uh, to keep the stick, the LED strip, from falling out of the tube. So you can do that. Or you can use hot glue if you'd like. I think hot glue would be safe because you could just peel it if you want. And then press fitting the blade into the emitter. Um, you definitely want to try this. Um, you want to dry fit this. Uh, it's it, it gets pre it gets press fitted up it's pretty hard. nice. It's yeah, it's really tight. Yeah, but be careful because once it's in there, it might be kind of hard to get it out. Yeah, so uh, it requires a ton of force to get it out. You can. You um, can, but uh, yeah. Obviously, it's that way, so you can swing this as hard as you can. And the blade won't just come flying out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's really nice. And then um, testing it out. So test it out. You get uh, evenly diffused uh, top and bottoms, which is really nice. And it's, it, here's where you can uh, experiment. So if you want to use something else like dot stars, you want to do like a, a persistence of vision type project, you can use dot stars and other strips and stuff. Yeah, so that's really cool. So that's the blade construction. I think it was the most interesting part of the project because it's just uh, getting, light, getting perfect, even light distribution is kind of a challenge. Um, talking about the board assembly, um, the two PCBs, the Adafruit Feather M4 and the PropMaker Wing. Um, those are attached to two separate little circular mounts, which are um, these guys here. And then we have some, uh, some hardware here. So we have some M25 screws and some heat inserts, or threaded inserts rather. And we just kind of walk through how these guys are secured. So the feather is going to get secured to this bracket here. And then you have some of these uh, threaded inserts that kind of act as, as uh, nuts to keep that secured so they don't get loose. And then securing the feather is pretty much the same, but on the opposite uh, bracket. So one of the things about the orientation when it's inside the hilt is um, accessing the micro USB port on the feather. So we broke it out with a micro USB breakout board. These are really handy. If, you have, if you're embedding your part all the way over there and you want to access you know, programming and recharging all the way over here, you might want to use and consider using a breakout a micro USB breakout. So I took a USB cable, cut it in half, made sure it was the data cable, um, and then just soldered uh, it straight into the pins. And it's got this nice little kind of short custom made uh, micro USB breakout. It's kind of neat. So I uh, just kind of walk through um, installing it. I just plug it in and then it uh, gets mounted to the side here. Um, I can click on that photo so you get a good look at the way that is. Go original and you can see that's the uh, micro USB gets secured there with those two screws. Very nice. Okay. Let's go on to the final assembly. So there's a lot of gifts here because you kind of need to kind of see it in motion. But I also have it written out there as well. So uh, installing the buttons, you want to do it with the uh, the JST connectors first. They are just panel mounted. These buttons come with the uh, the hex nut, so you just kind of use that to secure it. Uh, there's like special geometry in the in the clamp uh, so that the button is flush with the surface of the, uh, the kind of raised embossed thing going on there. Got a second button. For the second button, I just went with a regular red uh, 16 mil uh, panel mount button. Doesn't do anything special, it just kind of sits there. <laughs> As for the speaker, uh, the speaker is just press fitted into the bottom of the pommel. Like that, it just gets held in there. 
And then the 4400 milliamp LiPo battery goes inside of the power cell part. You just get snap fitted in there. It's, uh, it has these two little slits so that you can thread the cable from the speaker through, which is nice. There's an ample uh, clearance there so that uh, you can just insert it in and the, uh, the JST connector will just kind of pop through it. Here's what it looks like there. Now you want to connect the pommel to the, to the actual battery holder. Uh, just screw it in, just screw it tightly. Obviously you want to press fit it before doing this. <laughs> Make sure it all fits. And then uh, to install the PCB mount assembly into the barrel, you just kind of fit it in there with the uh, cables going head first, I guess we could say. And then uh, the barrel, barrel USB. Yeah, just making, just look, just getting all the wires to come out of that hole there, just fitting that stuff, kind of finessing it a little bit, make sure none of the wires get kinked. Then you want to install the clamp onto the battery holder or the power cell, that's what I like to call. Um, because of the clamp design, you can use your finger to kind of pull it apart so you can just kind of press fit it in there. Uh, and then to lock it into uh, the power cell, there are these little indentations and there's a little kind of a notch that will get mate and they kind of twist and lock into uh, those little grooves. So it's kind of this way to keep the pieces from um, just sliding all over the place. So it's, it's got like a register key on there, which is nice. And then um, getting all the cables, connecting them all to the, you know, the JST connectors uh, on, on the PCB assembly. So just connecting all those things, depending on what buttons you used or how many you used, um, that's where you can start uh, connecting everything together. Pico blade, connect the Pico. That's from the speaker. So you have access to that. You have the ability to kind of uh, rotate and adjust uh, the PCB mount because um, it's kind of freeform in there. So you can... Uh, you know, set it to one side and then plug in the Pico connector. So you have access to most of the connectors there um, with that uh, sort of opening for the barrel. And then getting the clamps to the barrel, same kind of deal age, just use your fingers to pull apart the clamp and then just fit it in there and get the, get the thing to lock in there when, by twisting it. And then the last thing you want to do is connect the battery to the feather. So again, just kind of rotate, plug it in, it'll turn on as soon as you activate the button. And then the last thing, uh, the clamp, to keep the clamp from coming loose, uh, we're using this uh, 16 millimeter long M3 screw and lock nut, it's the nylon lock nut. Um, and then you just screw that until it's nice and tight. And then it's, because it's a lock nut, it'll, it won't unfasten itself, which is really nice. Connecting the NeoPixel, just plug in the three pin JST connector to the board. This is one of the, my favorite features of the prop maker wing. You just plug in a, a, a strip, yay. And I can, unplug it as well, which is awesome. Then you can, um, if you have any excess wire, just kind of, there's, pl there's plenty of room in the hilt uh, to kind of coil that, wrap it around, make it nice and neat. Use heat shrink where you can, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, and then just kind of screw the emitter on. Give it a turn on and see if it works. Sweet. Yay. I got some maintenance. I got a page for maintenance, like uh, one note. Uh, so the USB battery, right? Charging USB. Feathers are meant for small things, for small batteries. Things that are like 500 milliamps and under. It's great for, for, for those batteries. But what about a 4,400 milliamp battery? How do you recharge that? Well, the milliamp charging rate on any charger is always gonna be different, right? So the one that's on board, the feather, is 100 milliamps. Wanna do some math? 44 hours to fully charge the battery. And that's a little bit, that takes a little bit. 
So we carry this guy here. This is a uh, micro lipo charger, and I recommend using that because then you can, uh, it has a, it has a uh, charging rate of 500 milliamps. That's like a half of an amp, and that takes eight hours to fully charge. This is a big battery. It's a 4,400 milliamp battery. It's pretty nice. Uh, your iPhone didn't even have that. Yeah, I don't think I've mentioned that this is pretty heavy. It is two pounds. It weighs two pounds. That's yeah, why the, that's why the kid is holding it with two hands because yeah. otherwise he can't hold it. Five-year-old, uh, this is pretty long and heavy. Yeah, for him, yeah. But he still managed to swing it around pretty nice. He put up a good fight. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I have that there. And if you already have one of these, great, use it. If not, um, you know about it a little bit more now. So that's cool. Reprogramming, um, so to reprogram it or add new sound effects or anything like that, you or can. Or some animations, as uh, people are asking. Ooh. If there's any more, definitely a, uh, what do they say, a mini force lightning to be cool to add. Yeah. We're going to be working on more animations for more propped projects for this board, so be on the lookout for that. But for now, yeah, it's just the turning on and turning off animation and, of course, the strike Right, animation. So, so it does strike. Just three. Fun note, and if you look at the code, you have two thresholds. You have a, uh, a threshold for the swing, and a we didn't even play the swing, and a threshold for the swing. So as it's idle, see that? And then crash. So you have two thresholds, the crash threshold and the swing threshold. So uh, you can adjust those numbers if you want to uh, fine tune how the how much, I guess, force you're applying to, to it. No pun intended. Schwartz. Schwartz. Don't touch the blade. Ah. Very nice. Here's yeah, the tip. We want to compare to the official lightsaber. We got picked this up at Hollywood Studios over at the Star Wars launch bay after we rode one of those rides there. The, the little simulation there. Yeah, the Jedi Academy. Yeah, we're at the Jedi Academy. Yeah, there. this is about this is 30 or 40. This was 20 20 bucks. But this is with our annual pass holder discount. Yeah, so, so it's like 30 bucks. bucks. Yeah, so it's it's a cheap thing, but it it's kind of nice. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Except when we decided to take it up against polycarbonate. And broke <laughs> I, shattered, I almost shattered it in half. But if you're using two of these to battle each other, you should be It's good. pretty nice, but yeah. Go ahead and turn it on. Let's hear little, it. Uh, so it's got some nice sound effects. Now, of course, their sound effects are better because, I don't know, you know, they have Disney and Lucas uh, license. sound engineers like yeah, yeah, we had to distribute the royal free, free stuff. They might not be the best, but they're really nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. the build, you can kind of see uh, some of the um, inspirations that was taken from the official toys from them. Yep. And I think ours looks better. You think ours looks better? Yay. Yeah, well, we're able to do a yeah. lot more. This is neat, though. I really like what Disney did with this one because you have the option to kind of build your own hilt. So you take this stuff off, and it's kind of like a skin. You, you take it off. I had to build it, yeah. And then this is the naked hilt. I took it apart and looked at all the stuff, and it kind of falls the same. It's got uh, a little uh, speaker in here as well on the bottom of the pommel. Man, this thing is super light. <laughs> uh, and the batteries, I believe, are just like three double A's or something. Uh, and then you can take this off. The way they did their lights is it's just an arrangement of regular LEDs. They're not even like powerful LEDs, it's just like regular LEDs. Uh, it's a, basically a flashlight, yeah. And one of the really th cool things I like about there's no motion sensor. This is all just a tilt ball switch. But they have something neat here that I don't, maybe we can try to do something like this. Um, so there's this little hidden trigger button here. And if you hold it down, it actually dims this down. Gives you some nice sound effects. So, um, you know, 
if I were doing this project and not sharing it to the world, I might, you know, record those and uh, maybe make a wave out of them and put them in my project. But yeah, I can't so distribute that. You can, add more audio. <laughs> yes. You can, yeah. You, yeah, we have a uh, we have tutorials on, a, on what the ability of uh, Sugabython to load as a USB thumb drive. So when you plug this into your computer, it loads as a USB thumb drive. That's right. And all you do is drag and drop your sounds in. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And I, I told you guys what the what the right mono and you know whatever what whatever bit rate it's listed there. So um, you do have so, to convert it. But there are a lot of online converters like Audacity. That's a good one uh, to get your file in the right format, in the right kilobit. But that's details and stuff. But yeah, yeah absolutely so possible. Okay. Mega Man or Mario. Oh, that's a good Pretty Yeah, cool. that would be really cool. Yeah. Just find huh. files, drop them in. Yeah. It's already looking for those, for any files. Yeah, even, even funny things. I really like how Bob uh, Claggett did his from I Like to Make Stuff. Oh, when, he, yes. when you turn it on, you hear uh, Yoda go, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's great. Tons of, uh, so you do a little Easter very eggs. Very easy yeah. ways to change the audio effects on it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you could take this circuit and build something completely different. Make yeah. a blaster, you know, make yeah. one Han Solo's blasters or something. Very cool. Back over to the guide. <laughs> I think we're done. Yeah, we're pretty much done. That's the maintenance page. That's the last page. Again, all the files, all the source things are open, so feel free to remix them. Just tell people Adafruit, and then we're good. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think there you go. Show off is a battle. The other one? It's charging. Yeah. yeah, I let it charge. Yay. Cool. Any questions? Now, there are some really cool ideas out there. Um, wireless charging, Bluetooth connectivity, all these things are stuff that I think we'll have to work on uh, as we get to it right now. There's a lot of development being done right now for the NR52 chipset, mm -hmm. and um, we'll hopefully have uh, Bluetooth um, APIs and stuff with CircuitPython. That'll be super rad. That's coming. It's being worked on right now. It's been been being worked on for many, many months, which is great. AT Maker's Bill Binko. Hi, Bill. Is saying which feather? Yes, the M4. The M4 feather did for yeah. all the audio effects, fast processing. M0 also will work fine. Mm -hmm. I just like the M4 because it's like feature proof in a way. Mm -hmm. So definitely check that out. Mules Adam is saying, yeah, he wants to think up of a cool handle type. Yes, totally. So the original handle that Noah was going to actually use was the uh, Obi-Wan Yeah, this is, this is a design from Valcro. Um, from, uh, he posted it on everywhere, on Umagine and Thingiverse. He, he, he made this uh, to be uh, fully 3D printed and kind of snap fits as well. So I printed this out. Uh, it's an it's a open design as well. Um, and I was just like, wow, this is really great. So I kind of studied it. And I actually, the first version I did, did use this kind of feature. Um, but I, I, I kind of, what do you call it? When you ditched it? I guess I, yeah. I ditched it because after playing with it, I started getting blisters on my hands. Yeah, so there's another thing you want to think about too when you're designing your own. Ergonomics was something Economics. I thought about at it the looks end. Super cool, but how does it feel in your hand? Awful. <laughs> like it, it was awful. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's. Blisters on my hands, really? From, from that, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I got blisters on my from doing the blade assembly. Yeah, that's right. Thomas is saying, yeah, Bluetooth to vibrator, so you can make it look like Luke's snow. Yeah, you need to link to Azure Skies' uh, um, build, which he's still working on, but he shared it on a couple, I want to say maybe a month ago, 
on the show and tell. And boy, that thing is amazing. Yeah. He's, uh, he's got a hidden button, so it looks like he's got the force mm -hmm. in his gloves. So it's so cool. really, really nice, really, really clever way to do it. Um, also, the way he's doing his, uh, his blade is it uses pogo pins. Yeah. So you, you kind of snap it in. Really, really smart stuff. Custom PCB for that. Very cool stuff. Um, you can, you can see all that in the Discord uh, channel as well. Yeah, he's actually in there right now. <gasps> he said he is at work. Uh, yeah. Check it out the replay. Sweet. Alrighty. I'll definitely ask uh, Azure Skies for any of other yeah. fans. Huge shout out to Azure Skies. Uh, because of Azure, I was able to source a really high quality polycarbonate this tube. Is, yeah. Because what we were using before was those bulb guards, which is a great prototype thing, but mm -hmm. you, you cannot use that to. To battle because uh, I did, and it had all these marks and kinks. It's super thin. It's super. It polycarbonate is strong, but it depends on how thick it is. And uh, as I was saying, as I was saying a couple of weeks before, um, the blade really made the difference. Yes. The whole time we were working on this, we were like, yeah, yeah, it's a lightsaber, whatever. Right. And then when these came in, we actually started battling with them. We were like, like, oh my god, wow, this this, this dram dramatically increases the quality of the build. Which obviously boosts our, you know. Yeah, our excitement. To, yeah. Passion to actually complete the project and do really. Um, yeah. Good job on you know just the, the tiny little nuances of design things for yes, them. yes. I have dropped it many times in five different ways in five different places, and it just kept breaking. I just kept making it thicker, getting those uh, those stress points um, mm -hmm. a lot thicker, uh, and upping the infill count helps a lot too. Yeah. Uh, another really good comment from uh, True Tech is saying maybe use the bike hand grip coating Plasti Dip for oh, that's great. the handle. Yeah. Sort of yeah. Have a nice little feel on there. Or we should use Ninjaflex. Nice uh, uh, and then you could just use any filament that yeah. would work because you can just that's a, that's um, an interesting one. coat it. And then Bill Binko is asking, where do we get filamentum? We just got it off of Amazon. Mm -hmm. Just search for filamentum. I linked to their site. Yeah. Uh, we, we They had a sale the other day. Yeah. Is it still going? What was I, it? I don't 50 know. 50% off or something? Uh, maybe. Check it out. Um, we have the colors that we used there linked. Yes. The Vertigo. Galaxy, Galaxy, gray, and Rapunzel silver. Yes. Yeah. And they come in both uh, size diameters, mm -hmm. so they're good. And it's high quality stuff, so very nice. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, Thomas is saying to uh, have the impact threshold not only change the sound, but make it vibrate a little bit. Wow. Pretty cool. Yeah, we could add a vibrate thing mm -hmm. in there. And then somebody was asking about um, using vape effects for smoke. Oh, you gosh, could probably so add a different uh, chamber down in the hilt here somewhere, maybe like in between the speaker and the speaker. That would be cool to have it come from right here, here, the blade emitter. Well, I think that'd never be cool mind. Right. Yeah, up here. What, oh. what I was saying down here. <laughs> yeah, somewhere up here, maybe to have like the heated wire, some sort of uh, way to heat up the vape juice, so it'll mm -hmm. emit the smoke upwards. That is definitely on the list. On uh, figure out a way. Uh, we did look at some Kenthal wire to stock in the store yeah, for that's heating the next, elements. Yeah. So. There's a bunch of stuff being worked on in the background. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. Yeah, there's too much stuff being worked yeah. on in the background. Yep. So Kirby is saying yes. Matter Hackers. We actually got a ton of it from Matter Hackers as the well. First, yeah. We were getting it from everywhere Everyone. we could pull because yeah. people would run out of stock and be like, "No, we." I ordered like four crates of it. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> and out. shout out to Filamentum. Um, they sent us. We, a we bunch reached out well. or something, and they sent us some too. Yeah. After I spent. I don't know, $1,000 or something. <laughs> that. That's a lot. A lot of filament. Okay, sweet. Great comments, guys. Keep them coming. Yeah, and if you have uh, more comments and stuff, you can always hit us up 
on the Discord channel, which is where we're hanging out right now. So check it out. We're in the live broadcast. Speaking chat of broadcast room. and chat rooms. Bill's also asking, how is Restream.io working? That's all we use. Restream is great because it, it, it doesn't it. bog your system and your bandwidth. Just you're, one just, you're just streaming to one place, and then Restream is streaming it out and doing all the hard work for you. Um, you do need to do a little special uh, custom RTMP for Facebook because they don't want you to do what we're doing. <laughs> don't tell them that. But uh, it, it works really well. I'm we, pretty sure we're paying for this, right? We're paying yeah, for Yeah, it is. It is a pay. Yeah, so if you're serious about streaming, um, consider uh, yeah. supporting that service. It's a good service. Sweet. All well, right, jumping into this week's code. What did we forget? Actually, prototyping or Paper just wings. shop talk stuff? Yeah, shop so talk go stuff? straight into shop talk yeah, slash prototyping. I wanted prototyping. to give a shout out to one of the ways uh, we, when we get a chance to talk about the production of how we do our videos and stuff, it's always helpful when it has to do with uh, Cooler 3 printing help from the community here. So um, DJI. Osmo Mobile, we needed some gimbal hardware for recording a lot of the lightsaber fights that you saw. This is version one. Version one, not the version two. Um, the only uh, drawback is that you need a counterweight on one of the sides because we have to use a wide angle lens because of the, um, the just how long the saber wing yeah. is, or the saber blade is. So we need to be able to capture as much as we can while still being close. Uh, to the action. Yeah. So we're using the moment lens, which is super high quality it's metal glass, and man. glass. This is, you know, this is the best. It's a premium lens for mobile phones. Phone, yeah. yeah. It's an iPhone 10s because it is freaking amazing in terms of the low light quality that you're able to get out of there. If you guys saw the video, those nighttime shots. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty what? good. Yeah. Um, you know, we're looking to to invest into a new camera, and it's like. It's in your pocket. This is 4K. It's very nice. This is 1.4 f-stop. Yeah. So anyway, the lens is so heavy yeah. that you need a counterbalance for something like the Osmo, which is a stabilized uh, unit mm -hmm. that is meant for mobile phones. It works with Android. It works with your iPhone. Probably even works with the red phone, the red dragon Maybe. phone, whatever. The only problem is that you, yeah, the counterweight you're going to need because of all of the weight's going to be on one side. One pound of glass. Uh, they, they do have, DJI does have a little adjustable arm on there that you can compensate for that, but they didn't anticipate this heavy lens being mm -hmm. on there, so when you try to turn it on, it's just not going to work. Luckily, somebody on Thingiverse came up with a really good way of adding a counterweight to the other side. It's, this isn't it here. I modified it. If you go over to the... Um, Thingiverse page? Thingiverse page. Yeah, so this is it. Yeah, and the Moment company, the guys that run the Moment product, they also made their own kind of counterweight thing. It's not even available yet. I was going to buy that. They show you how to they, DIY your own. They do show you They don't that. 3D print it, but yeah. it's still like, hey, it's here's like how to do time. it. Yeah, here's how to do it. Yeah. So this gentleman here, uh, JTKKD, uh, uh, kind of started the, this is, this is just great about open source. He's like, hey, here's is. You asked for the fusion. I didn't know, like, I didn't have an idea of how to actually do this, and I wasn't going to because, you know, we were crunched on time. Um, so I... Quickly searched, found a couple, and this one was the best way in terms of uh, the implementation of it. Yeah, just two uh, parts. Print it out. And put some washers. Just, you know, this is for the Osmo Mobile 2. Yeah. We have one, looked at reviews. Kind of the conclusion isn't really worth getting the two since they're, you know, you're still going to need a counterweight for it anyway. Oops. So tried out his model. There it is. Good job on it. It doesn't even it look 3D printed uh, yeah, for no. you because you printed it in... Uh, the glitter, <laughs> the, the filament. 
Yeah. So yeah, he sent over the Fusion 360 files. And you asked for it, and yeah. you shall receive. Super Shout out to you, sir. Um, clean timeline in the way that oh, you really? model it. So I was able to go in Sweet. there and modify the... Um, uh, did so, have to redraw some of the sketches just because, you know, the shape of the arm is a little bit different. Oh, okay. Uh, he was using hardware nuts to secure this in there. I went in, just added Sweet. threads, three printed threads to hold in these, uh, I forget what it is, five eighths um, size washers that are acting as a counterweight for that. Right. And just so the cool thing about this there. is it's, it's, you're able to fine tune the weight because yes. each lens is going to be slightly different exactly. and you can just add or more. Yep, we have fish eyes, we have telephotos, and of course the 18 mil wide angle lens right here. Should I load up the Moment site just to like give them a shout out? This works with any phone, so if you're really, you know, it isn't really, you know, we're looking at, you know, getting like $10,000 cameras for a lot of the video production where we have, we have like, you know, $100,000 worth of lenses and all that. We, were using, you know, we used to be in agencies, we have all this equipment. Yeah, I think if you're starting out um, and this you're doing This is definitely videos, the way your, to go. Use your mobile. Get, get a nice lens. They just got an anamorphic lens. They got a lot of accessories and things, but they got premium glass, which I really like, so. Yeah, not just iPhone, Pixel 3 and all that good stuff. So there you go, there's the yeah. moment Almost lens all company. modern phones. Oh, I almost forgot to, to, to mention, uh, the way the lens attaches to your phone is with this really clever uh, case that has mm -hmm. like this right kind of a lock and twist yeah. um, metal that's on. You, you can't get any it's really better nice. than this yeah. in terms of the lens quality all that but anyway uh opened up this uh, fusion file edited the um little counterweight here like i said uh modified the sketch to fit the osmo mobile one and then uh added the thread inside of fusion 360 it just worked with this little cap that's just holding it on there it just goes on like that <laughs> nice. and so i had the zip tie on there but because i did design the tolerance really tight on there you didn't even need it so it okay cool snaps snaps on like that. Locks in and does a really good job of stabilizing the super heavy lens. So yeah. Let's go to the For any of people F -cam. who are interested in, you know, any of the behind the scenes production video stuff. Right. No, I mean this is how we were filming. The the iOS devices they have built in image stabilization, but this just adds a whole I'm other doing, layer of it. If go back and watch the video, I'm doing a ton of running, running around like, trying to yeah. catch up if you ever tried to film a five year old running around. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> All you ever the, tried a lightsaber five-year-old? Come on! Yeah, so definitely recommended for uh, steady, hand-stabilized shots for any maker projects. They might be on sale because uh, this is version one. They have a version two that's like thinner or something. Yeah, I looked at the reviews. This oh, is still more still expensive. This, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. There's like caveats and whatever. Like each okay. one does it something different. But in the end, I figured we already got this. How it much is this worth. Osmo? Is it like I think hundreds? It's 300 bucks. 300? Yeah. Okay. You could probably find it cheaper. The used one, maybe. Yeah. Cool. All right. But well, that's just a quick get, look at some have practical. If you check out his thing of link there. Yeah. Practical 3D printing, video production, making um, camera camera stuff. Is, we love making camera stuff with 3D printing. Yeah. So it's, it's always the best. Yeah. Great use um, of it. Let me go back through some of the comments here. Pretty same. Yeah, the two is plastic and cheaper. Yeah, it's only 139. Yeah, it's like yeah. cheaper and worse. What is up with that? I mean, it's just a Version 2, worse and cheaper. But it has a more expensive. Other, no, this one has a removable battery. Uh, there, there's, it's like pros and cons. And yeah, once you t take a look at it, I was like, I already got this. Anyway, win for 3D printing. You can make your own. <laughs> you can adapt your stuff to work with other things. Exactly. That's great. Excellent. Uh, if you are interested in more video production, 3D printing mm -hmm. projects, we have a ton. 
on the learn guide. We got 50, uh, Should I type something in lights. camera? Just type in camera and here camera you go. Stuff, tripods, sliders, sliders uh, monitors, uh, monitors, this lights. cool BMO face, <laughs> tripods, uh, a barn doors for your camera, a camera battery adapter, a lot of cool little camera things. Seven pages worth. All right, well, that is a really cool shop talk. And again, shout out to the person on Thingiverse for uh, open sourcing their design. Source for the uh, win. We'll be posting this as a remix, a uh, Fusion 360 file there. So well, my face just went, because it's already 12. I know, I just time, man. I guess we're going overtime. All right, if you guys are still with us, um, thank you so much. Saber Wing is the coupon code. We're going to run through some quick things. The Adafruit job form, or jobs board is up, so you can check that out if you are, are looking to hire some makers or you're looking to expand your, uh, your, your skills and you want to get paid for it. Uh, you got the skills to pay the bills. Adafruit has a jobs board, so go to jobs.adafruit.com. These awesome jobs. These are awesome jobs. Little Bits just posted. Hackaday, they're looking for a hardware marketing advocate. That sounds so much fun. It's and then, like our job. An industrial engineer for DigiKey, embedded firmware engineer for Bantam Tools. These are fun maker companies. They're, they're friends with Adafruit, and uh, it's really cool. Um, so if you want to post your maker profile, please do so. Uh, you can do so, sign up for free. So you got this, search jobs, or you have this available for hire. This thing has been being worked on for quite a bit now, so please test it out and Battle post up your stuff. Tested, yeah, in terms of Look at all these awesome makers. We got some from all over the place. Orlando, Florida, New York, Brooklyn, Portland, Oregon, all these places. So um, check them out. This and if you're maker. a frequent show and teller, we might even give you guys recommendation. That's right. Wow, very cool. All right, so that's the Adafruit Jobs Board. Let's go and move into um, Community Makes this week. We have a time lapse that we 3D printed from the community. This one is a really nice, fun one. If I can pull up the, yeah, so this is a flexible skeleton. Uh, you know, printing things with joints, print and play stuff is always fun. And uh, we scaled this one up really, really huge. This one is uh, from Thingiverse user Zad Marion, Mariation. And uh, they made this really cool, just in time for Halloween, a flexible um, skeleton that's yeah. flossing right now. Print and place joints are always fun to print. Yeah. I wanted to print Liz's pumpkin so bad, but it's like, oh man, I ran out of time. So anyway, uh, this is uh, the the post on Thingiverse. Um, ben skeleton. Ben Ben skeleton. So it's just a print and place joint. Yeah, totally. I don't even know if he printed it. It looks like a render. Oh, yeah, you're right. Huh. Cool. Well, this is uh, this it 3D printed. This is the best use of the hinge joint stuff that everybody's been doing because of the ribs. Yeah, we hinged food. a dog. We had a hinged fish. We had a hinged, hinged I like everything. I modern is because it can do the floss. And he's flossing. Yeah, and this is printed in Filamentum's Mint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So much Filamentum. Yeah, so it's printed on the Ultimaker, um, just a single extrusion. Mm -hmm. um, the tolerances are good. So they, it's assembled right out of the printer. Now you can kind of see the hinges there. Because yeah. it's so big, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's so perfect to see uh, his little skeleton pieces here. He sounds like a skeleton. <laughs> the clacking. Mm, clacky clack. So cool. This will definitely join all of the 3D printed 
decorations outside. It only takes a day stick. to print. No, does it take a day to print? I scaled this up as big as it could. So yeah. It's like 300 something wide. Yeah. Um, this is like an infant, like the size of an infant baby. Yeah. Anyway, very cute and very, very, very nice uh, use of uh, print in place joints. <laughs> excellent. Yeah, put a Halloween on the head. Oh, like that'd be great. Eye. Yeah, third eye, that'd be excellent. Idea. Yeah. What? All right, we'll do that next year. We'll have to remix it. Well, shout out to you, sir, for Thingiverse. We got some other makes, so we're gonna run through them pretty quick. Um, see how we can do this. All right, let's see. Oh, last minute. Um, if you want the Prop Maker Featherwing, the M4 Express, the RGB buttons, or any of those parts 3D modeled as the step file, um, you can you can you can download them from our GitHub. I have it linked in the description of this video. I also have it linked here. Uh, just go to GitHub and search for Adafruit CAD parts, and you can find all the parts that we use that we model that are exported out of Eagle and, and hand painstakingly modeled. <laughs> Sweet. This is a really nice one. This is a, uh, we, you know, we're seeing a lot of great projects using the Halloween uh, PCB, uh, but this is one of the most heartwarming ones. Uh, a group of makers came together and uh, made a, they tricked out a 10 year old's wheelchair with the Halloween as a dragon. This is an awesome project. This is very cool. Check out the, uh, the YouTube video on it and our blog post about it. And everybody else who shared it, thank you so much for doing that, it's so awesome. We got another one. This is using. This might quite, quite possibly be the most. Uh, <laughs> so it's a, a, a set of five. There's ten here. There's ten uh, uh, Halloween eyes. Uh, shout out to Wormy for putting this project together. Um, he shouted me out on the, the 3D printed snap fit cases uh, as he implemented that kind of style into these. And there's just so many of them. Does phenomenal videos. Does really really great work. Check him out on um, Thingiverse and uh, Instagram. He shares all his work. Very, very awesome. Shout out to Wormy. Shout out to Ali for creating quite possibly one of the best linear, linear servo actuators. This, everybody's been downloading this. His, his, he, he shared his, uh, his Thingiverse stats and just like, pff, like crazy because this is the most like useful actuator. And it's just a couple pieces here that fits your off-the-shelf uh, continuous servo. So we're going to be uh, putting this to use as well. So huge shout out to Ali for sharing this. And we got some makes. Shout out to this folks here. Uh, we got the IoT uh, Gmail box. This person here uh, posted a make of it. It works really well. It uses a, a little servo, a battery, and one of the ESP8266 feathers uh, to, uh, to, to tie into Adafruit IO and if this, then that. So whenever you get an email, a little flag, very fun. This is uh, the, one of the iconic uh, cases that we made back in the day. This is a Domokun inspired face case. We got a face case for your pie face. This is a really cool Halloween uh, <laughs> add-on. This is a skull face uh, for adding on top of a Halloween um, thing. Very, very cool. I like the, if that's filament or the post-processing work. I think it's like that? paint or something. Really Person cool. here uh, talks about it. Very cool. Very cool. All right, and then we have a case. I thought it was a laser cut case. It is a laser cut case, but there's this, it's kind of hard to see. There's this 3D printed stand. So there's the stand. Um, yeah, we made a stand. So if you want to stand for your pie screen, um, there you go. This is great. I've been seeing a lot of this one. This is the Mario Boo. Um, so you can use this as a candy bowl or a planter all year round. Paint it, and there you go. Looks real nice with the succulent in it. There's the Ben skeleton. There's the prop maker. And this is a, um, we made a Lynx shield a, a couple of years ago. And this gentleman here printed it uh, for his cat. This seems to be on a, cat. is it Cats of Cosplay? Cats of Cosplay, yep. Three printed small, nice painting, and cat. 
Kitty Link. Sweet. Well, that's all the things I got. Seven minutes over. Not too bad. There's more show later tonight. We have Ask an Engineer. So if you don't want to go trick-or-treating and you want to share your, your costume and stuff, go on the A3 Show and Tell at 7.30 p.m. Uh, you can win a, a sticker. All the contestants get a free sticker. And you get to uh, talk to Marvel. Shortly after at 8 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. We're still doing the shows, right? Yes. I think they're doing the shows. We're going to do it from outside while we're trick-or-treating. <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome. We'll be doing some sabering. Uh, yeah, so Ask Engineer is on every Wednesday at 8 p.m. You get to see Lamar and Phil, Full Hour of Lamar and Phil, new products, and more. Is that, what is that? Another minion thing? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Is that Mike? That's oh, hilarious. That's Mike B, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Don't forget tomorrow. Tomorrow, John Park. Yes. Be sure to tune in to the Tomorrow, John Park. And, um, you get some Maker Minutes and some live builds, so be sure to tune in Super every awesome. Thursday, it's 4 p.m. ramped up the next Ada box, so mm. definitely tune it's in for some sneak peeks of that. It's a big one. Yeah, sure. And thank you so much for supporting this little company called Adafruit. Mm -hmm. All of your orders, all goes to everybody who works there. Yeah. And people. That's right. Work on all the only way this can work yep. is if you keep supporting us. To work on all these crazy Not with YouTube projects. views, but with actual orders. So we thank you very, very much. <laughs> Oh man, so many things. Well, um, we've reached the end of the show and all that's left to do is play a fail video or something. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. Have a safe and festivist for the rest of us. Good luck with everyone's maker endeavors and don't forget to just make a great day. See you guys next week. Bye. Here's the print. Failed. This is the blade emitter. So what happened here was over extrusion. My settings were wrong. Uh, I had this extra uh, retraction settings for PVA because PVA tends to under extrude and I forgot to change it. So it's just pumping out extra plastic that it doesn't need to. And as if you see that shakiness, it's because the printer's like just like plopping right, right into, into the, and it's not knocking it off yet. It does eventually, but I canceled it. Uh, <laughs> and this is one of the older designs. It's much thicker now because that broke right away. So that's it. <laughs> Why am I still? All right, bye everybody. We'll see you tonight. See you guys.